I am Camille Johnson, and this is Finding the Floor. Stories and reflections of midlife motherhood, family, and finding meaning in it all. Join me as I share a little piece of my life and figure out what I want to be when I grow up. Hey everyone, welcome to Finding the Four. This is episode 170. And today I'm going to tell you a little bit about how I almost got scammed and a few tips to help you beware. (laughs) So this is another sort of like embarrassing, vulnerable experience that took me a bit to get over, but I thought it might be helpful to share in case any of you encounter something like this. How is everybody today? I got to celebrate a birthday this week and I thought it was kind of an interesting thought I had, and I'd never thought about this before. Cleveland winters here can be pretty gray. And I just had a thought because my husband's birthday is in February, and we have like a ceiling anniversary and a few other birthdays. And I just realized that like I always have something to look forward to kind of in the bleak winter and even have Valentine's Day, right? which I didn't always look forward to as a kid, but like I just kind of thought about that. And have you ever thought about maybe you were born at just the right time? Sometimes we don't think about that, like even literally the exact time we needed to come into the world. So food for thought for you with that. I may go into a deeper podcast about that some other time, but that's just my little thought today. And it's kind of crazy to think that I'm 49. I'm going to be 50 in one year. All right, you guys. It's kind of crazy. And that I started this podcast when I was like 45. So kind of crazy. It's been almost four years. Ah, let's go. Okay, so today I'm just going to tell you this little story And I'll tell you about the things I missed and how I'm super grateful that my husband kind of saw the weird things that I missed because I was kind of too excited. And, you know, he had his like spidey senses out. Okay, so at the end of November, I got this email about a job opportunity and I had been kind of putting out some opportunities to like do podcast editing. I thought I could do that kind of on the side and do that from home since I've been having experience with my own podcast and haven't gotten much of a response. So when I saw this, I was like, oh, okay. And like looked up the company to try to make sure they were legit. And for some reason, I thought that I had like sent out a resume to them. But I had sent out a lot of like resumes, so it was kind of like fuzzy in my brain. But I was like, oh yeah, maybe I did send them up. Did I send a resume? I don't know. So just as a reminder, first flag, if you get a random email, make sure you've actually applied for the job. (laughs) If I had just 
I'm like, oh, let me check the resumes I sent out. And most of the time I was applying through Indeed. And so usually you get replies through Indeed and not to a personal email. So two things I kind of missed right at the beginning. Anyway, I think I was just kind of excited, looked up the company. It looked like the company was legit. And I was trying to check it out. I was like, is this real? Is this legit? And the company was legit, but the people that were contacting me were not, if that makes sense. So I think that can happen. That happens a lot where people like pretend they're from a bank or even from the government, a government agency, all of those things that actually exist, but they're not actually a person that is at that agency. Because sometimes I'm, you know, I tend to be not super wary, but I'm kind of aware of like scams going on. But I just, I think I wasn't thinking that this, like someone would reach out like for a job and scam you in that way. Like, wow, it's super lame. But apparently that happens. So I think I got really excited. I don't even think I had my husband look at it at first. And I just like... There was a way for me to get on Microsoft's Teams through this email and kind of set up an interview. So I did that and the interview was kind of interesting because it was just like, almost like it was in a chat. So back and forth like that way. And the person had said, this is kind of a new way we're doing interviews. So we don't have bias. I'm like, okay. That's interesting. And so I literally had like an interview with this random person going back and forth, thinking I'm being awesome. So again, another red flag that I missed. Is that even like a thing? (laughs) And then like she, I guess, was very impressed with all my answers and said, okay, you passed the first round. Now tomorrow we're going to have someone call you. And I was like, okay. So... I was thinking, okay, well, this is a first round. Second round, it's going to be a little tougher because there wasn't very many technical questions about like editing a podcast. Like I thought they would need to know because I have heard when my husband interviews different people, like especially when he worked at his other job when he was like in different types of programming and SaaS programming. And he would ask very technical questions on like, how would you solve this type of problem? So that's sort of what I was expecting, which I didn't get. So I was like, okay, well, maybe that they're going to do that on phone call. So then I do get a phone call. Well, because I gave them my number, which was kind of dumb. Again, red flag. So I get a call and the interview is kind of like super easy And then they say they're really impressed with me and I get the job. And I didn't even have any time to ask like about the company. And I had done a little bit of research because it was like a day or two later that this organization didn't even have a podcast. So so then when after they said I had the job, I was like, wait, like, am I working with a team? Like what's going on with that? Because I noticed you guys don't have a current podcast that's going. And he's like, yeah, you're going to create something just all seemed like way too easy and kind of like way too good to be true like the salary was really really good and I was like wow okay I honestly was like super excited and that's why I think I missed all of the flags so like when that I think part happened and my husband was like wait 
what is going on? You know, what is happening? And so he started just checking things out and things start just really didn't line up. They sent me this package of like forms I needed to fill out, which included like getting my social security number, my, I would send them like my ID, I'd send them my bank info. I mean, it was like so many like personal information. And as my husband was reading some of these documents, he noticed lots of spelling errors or grammar errors. And he's like, I don't think this is legit. I was like, oh, shoot. I think I got a little too excited about this whole thing. And I was actually really grateful in some ways, but also kind of super embarrassed as well. Because the other thing they had asked for me were references, but they said I had to get references like within a certain amount of time. And so I gave them two references. And then I was like super embarrassed when it turned out to be like a scam that I'd given him. Luckily, they were just emails for these people. But honestly, like that was no good. And I had to reach out to the people I asked for references for and let them know what had happened. So the next day I realized is like I was thinking through all the different things that happened and how I was kind of like, well, this seems a little fishy, but maybe it's okay. And this seems a little fishy. This seems a little too good to be true. And I noticed that I kind of had ignored a lot of some of these red flags that had come up. So the next day, the person who had like chat did the chat interview with me reached out to me again I was like, hey, we're super excited. You're going to send in your forms. And I basically was like, you guys, you know what? You almost got me. I think that's really horrible of what you guys do. You first give them hope that they just got a new job. It pays really well. And then if I were to give out all the information that they were collecting, they could have literally taken all my money from me out of my bank account and my identity. So not only do I now not have a job and they've taken all my money and my identity. I mean, that is pretty despicable. Wow. So I basically said all that to them. And then there was no reply. And then I just deleted all that information that I shared with them, like in the chat, make sure they like couldn't keep any of that. And then I honestly didn't know what to do. Who do you report that to? And that was one thing that I was like, do I call this like company that they're saying they're from just to let them know this is happening and so I don't even know I was looking up a couple websites and I think you can reach out to like your local police department and find out what you can do which I didn't do I didn't know that at the time but as I was kind of doing a little more research you can do that and they maybe can just give you advice on what to do next anyway I had such a mix of emotions. Like I was honestly so grateful that I did not give them any of this information because it was kind of fishy. And I was like, I didn't even like see an actual person. So that's kind of fishy, right? You think you'd, I thought that maybe the phone call was like level two and then you'd have like a Zoom interview or something, you know? So that's why I was like, wait, this is too easy and too weird. So... Very grateful that my family's finances were not totally disrupted, especially it was like right before Christmas. Oh my gosh. And just then also embarrassed 
And then luckily a friend of mine reached out and she's like, you know, it is embarrassing, but she mentioned that her dad said that if you are someone who doesn't assume like people are going to do those bad things, that is obviously a good thing that you wouldn't assume that like, I mean, I know there are bad players out there, but you know, you just are assuming good of others. And if that's how you want to be, then I think that's okay. And so that was comforting. But again, it just feels like so yucky. You know, you're just like, ugh, that is horrible if that happens to somebody. Eh, anyway, so I just want to point out a few of the things that Nate kind of really honed in on that he noticed that it was, you know, not a legit thing. And that if something like that happens, that, you know, you can just kind of be wary. And I also forgot to mention that, like, like as we were reviewing the documents and I was like, oh, well, maybe I'll just go and check the resume that I sent to this company. And I went back on my Indeed to see where I'd sent things and I hadn't sent any resume to them. So that was really yucky. But and, and then I'm just like, well, how do they know I'm looking for this job? And it's just kind of frustrating in some ways that they know these things, these scammers. So and I've noticed how I've just been a little bit like wary of any random emails. And I've, I've gotten a couple of random emails of people wanting to like be a like a guest on my show. And one person had mentioned, hey, I'm a big fan. And I was like, you know what? I don't think you're really a big fan. I don't even know if this is legit. Because if you were a really big fan, you would be emailing me to a different email address. And and I just said, I wouldn't mind if you said I'm not a fan, but would you want to have someone be a guest on your show? I'm reaching out on his behalf. That would be way better than starting out with a lie. <laughs> you guys, stop lying. Oh, yeah. it's so frustrating. So anyway, it just makes you like very wary and it's interesting how trust is so important. I mean, I did that whole series on like the speed of trust. I think that was a book and how it's hard to even just deal with people when you don't trust anybody. All right. I know probably all of us once or twice a day get like scammer phone calls or I'm sure you've gotten like scammer text messages and you're just like, what? Who are these people? So I'm going to give a couple tips and maybe these will just help you kind of be aware. So first of all, there's all types of different scams going on, like all over the place. And I hadn't even thought about a job scam, but that makes sense, right? Because you get all this information, people pretending to be your bank, the Social Security Administration, even like I've gotten emails from Facebook saying like, oh, we've been reviewing a post, it's against our policy, R click on this link so you can get a review and those are all bad and then get random emails from friends who you haven't like heard from in years that say they're stuck in a different country and need you to wire them money and those are just a few or you get just random receipts like home warranty da da da, da. like just yucky stuff and then as I was doing a little more research then they say there's usually like fake social media accounts fake people like trolling dating sites like you just need to be aware that there's scammers all over who are hoping to get your information so that's the next thing is just don't give away any of your personal information online especially if you don't know the person 
the site, the social media, direct messaging, whatever, just don't give them your information. If they say they're from the Social Security Administration, they usually reach out through mail and they never, yeah, they never will ask for it online or even over the phone. So, I mean, obviously, sometimes you have to verify when your bank information, but you just have to be careful again. But that's normally when I'm like actually calling my bank or like my credit card company, not when someone randomly calls you. See the difference? So this is when you're being reached out and it kind of feels a little bit random. Okay. The other thing to look really closely at that has helped me a lot, and I'm just really sad that I didn't catch this because my husband has taught me this a lot because we'll get like a random receipt. I'm like, is this spam? He's like, yeah, check out the email. So you just need to look really closely at the email and because usually it's not from a legit place. It's from like a Gmail account or it's not from where it actually says it's from or you'll have multiple emails that it's from. So just be aware of the email and really check it before you do anything. And then don't like click on any random link. I did that. Luckily, nothing happened because it was just some Facebook message on Messenger saying like, and I haven't really posted a ton lately. And so I was surprised when I saw this message saying, Facebook is taking down your profile because you you have violated its policies. I was like, what are you talking about? Again, random email that says to reach out to someone about this, click this thing. And so I clicked it and luckily it didn't go anywhere. But then I went back and I had a few of these because I hadn't really checked like Facebook in a while. And I was like, oh, these are just all random things. I'm going to click on them and they're going to either load some yucky stuff on my computer or whatever I'm looking on. So you just need to be wary about that to not click on anything. And really the biggest thing I think that helps is really checking clearly the email that whatever's coming from, especially a spam or phishing email. So what is the difference between like spam and phishing? And then I learned about two other different types of terms of like other type of scammers. So a spam is an unsolicited email, instant message, or social media message. These messages are fairly easy to spot and can be damaging if you open or respond. That one's pretty easy. So phishing, P-H-I-S-H-I-N-G, is an email sent from an internet criminal disguised as an email from a legitimate trustworthy source. So kind of like my job thing, they were disguised as coming from a legitimate website or company, but they were not a legitimate source. It says the message is to lure you into giving away sensitive information. So then there were three more types of scammers. One is spear phishing. Again, phishing with a PH occurs when criminals obtain information about you from websites or social networking sites and customize a phishing scheme to you. Yuck. Spoofing describes a criminal who impersonates another individual or organization with the intent to gather personal or business information. And farming is a malicious website that resembles a legitimate website used to gather usernames and passwords. 
So we have spam, phishing, spear phishing, spoofing, and farming. And that was from Texas Tech University's this cybersecurity awareness article. And the other thing that I meant to mention about tips is like when usually scammers will give you like time sensitive messaging for getting information to them. So like for instance with my references they're like you need to get these in before this time. And I was like okay that's weird. So that is also a really good red flag is that time sensitive threat. Like your account's going to be closed at this time. So it makes you kind of a little worried and freaks you out a little bit. And then that's when you're not really thinking. So kind of just be aware of that time sensitive. One thing that article pointed out in regards to like the email address, it says, the two fields contain multiple random email addresses or is alphabetized, or you notice impersonal or awkward greetings such as dear Mr. Account Holder. And then the other thing is noticing grammar and spelling because sometimes these criminal players are coming and they're coming from different countries, so they don't speak English. So their grammar might be a little off or their spelling's off. And that was another red flag that my husband noticed. He's like, yeah, this is not a good legit thing. And then just to be honest, if it seems either too good to be true or it's really random and it's stressing you out, like it seems too bad, then it probably is. No one's going to cancel your social security card or your social security number, which I've gotten before. I'm like, I don't even think that's a thing. But I can see how that can be confusing if you don't really know. And these darn scammers, like, come on, just get a job. And another just reminder is that credible organizations will also not ask for like username or passwords or any sensitive information over email. And then also don't give in to the idea that something is going to expire if you don't do something right now. Like, I don't know, your warranty, your random warranty. That's like a big one. My gosh. Aren't scammers so frustrating? I mean, when this happened to me, I was talking to my sister and she was saying there was just this one email like her husband got and he thought it was a package delivery and then it ended up like shutting down their whole company's computer for like a, the rest of the day and he was just thought it was a package that was coming. So they're posing as all different types of companies thinking that, oh, well, you know, like Amazon or FedEx or UPS, like things that people receive daily. Just any way they can kind of get you to click on something and then either get into your computer to see your passwords and information or to get sensitive information from you. So lame, you guys. It is so good and important to be honest. Like what a blessing it is. So that's my story. If anyone has gone through kind of an intense scamming thing like that, that was like really hard for me just because, I mean, I'm glad they didn't get any information, but sometimes I know it's a scam and there's no like, I don't know, like I kind of gave them a lot of like personal feelings as I'm like writing this interview back and forth. And I'm like, oh, how awful. Are you even an actual person? Guys, find something better to do. Oh, okay, guys. That's my embarrassing story for the week about almost getting scammed. But just remember, my biggest thing, just look at those emails. Look at them closely. Okay. Okay.
hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you have any questions, come by findingthefloor.com where I will have show notes and links for anything I've mentioned today. Special thanks to Seth Johnson for creating and performing the theme music. Come back next week and thanks for listening. 